the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I had a mini vacation yesterday and for many Jews today as well. Jewish holiday, one of the three festivals, Passover, Tabernacles, and Pentecost. And on those and on those days, the Bible says not to work, so I don't. Gives me a lot of peace in my life, religion, as I have been telling you for a long time, and it also gives society peace. Because if you don't have traditional Judeo-Christian religion in your life, one of them, Judaism, Protestantism, Catholicism, LDS, whatever it might be, based on the Hebrew Bible, they differ theologically. It's, that's not my biggest concern by any means. It's the values that matter. Anyway, if you're one of those, you will not be seduced by secular religions. Nobody is irreligious. You'll either have a Bible-based, talking about the Western world, you'll either have a Bible-based or a (laughs) college-based religion. So I think there's more wisdom in the Bible than at uh, my alma mater, Columbia University. My hunch, not a hunch, actually. I'm certain of it, as I am that I am breathing and the other reason was I, w- I gave a talk in Honolulu, and I had no idea going going in. I had many years, two decades ago, I had spoken in Maui, but I had never spoken in Honolulu. And uh, I had no idea how many people would turn up for this rally for freedom that my uh, wonderful station, KHNR, the answer in Honolulu uh, organized. Well, they didn't. No, excuse me. I take that back. They didn't organize it. The Aloha Freedom Coalition did. That my station made it uh, made it larger than it would have been because there are a lot of listeners in Honolulu to this show, for which I am very grateful, and I am grateful to the Aloha Freedom people who uh, they got a thousand people there in Honolulu to rally for freedom. That's more than you would get in L.A. I I spoke at a rally last year to open up Los Angeles in front of City Hall. A couple of hundred people, I think. Maybe we would get more today. It's an interesting question. But in any event, it it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. Very gratifying for me to see how many people here at the show went to a cigar lounge. Folks there embraced me like a long-lost friend. There was a teacher in there, uh, a guy of, uh, of I don't know, from some Asian, uh, Asian descent, 
and told me he's 40 years old. He uses a PragerU courses in his, in his classroom. Nothing like a cigar lounge. There, I, I was told they were Hawaiian cigars, yes, but I, I didn't get to smoke one. I think I might have been given one as a gift. So it was a, uh, a very quick trip, but very meaningful. I also spoke for the Chabad of Honolulu on Friday night for their Shabbat dinner. And that was also a tremendously meaningful experience and a very large turnout there. There are so many people who share my values. I can't say our, because not every one of you shares my values, but the great majority of you, I suspect, do. So share your and my values. My message now, one of my key messages, I can't say my message, the message, is to get out of the closet. To come out as a lover of freedom, as a lover of America, as a lover of truth. To come out of the closet. And it's there's no question it's easier for me to say than for, or for me to do, and certainly for me to say, than it is for many people to do. I am paid to give my opinion. That is my, my job. Very few people have that. You have another job, and if you give your opinion, if you tweet that, in your humble opinion, science says that men do not menstruate and men do not give birth, for example, you will be vilified. It gives you an idea of how sick a world we are in, that something that had you said, men don't give birth, had you said this two years ago, 200 years ago, 2,000 years ago, people would have said, are you out of your mind? Why would you even raise the subject? And today is, are you out of your mind? Of course men give birth. The speed with which idiocy, lies, take over people's lives is breathtaking. The speed is as breathtaking as anything else. What lie will I have to pronounce tomorrow in order to keep friends, in order to keep my job? That's the only question. What lie? Will I have to lie that America is systemically racist? What lie will I have to pronounce in order to keep my job? There are people who, who actually are confronted with that question. It's all, it's all the, the world of Orwell. What lie will I have to announce? It is not enough in a totalitarian world of the left. It's like the Mao Cultural Revolution. It's not enough what you think. It's what you ha- you must pronounce. You must think it and you must pronounce it. That's the world we live in. Title of my uh, my column today, you're all invited to see. It's at my website. It's at townhall.com. The title uh, is Men Give Birth. America was founded in 1619, and Israel is the aggressor. There you go. There are three lies that you have to pronounce. Israel is the aggressor. Israel has thousands of rockets sent over it to kill as many Israelis as possible, hopefully in the hundreds of thousands. Israel happens to have a a, a shield that works 99% of the time. And Israel is the aggressor. Who's shooting rockets over whom exactly? 
Israel should uh, should get out of the uh, occupying the West Bank? Well, Israel got out of occupying Gaza. Guess what happened? What do you think will happen if Israel leaves the West Bank? Fool. Bernie Sanders is in the category of the the fool. He was a young fool, a middle-aged fool, and an old fool. That's what he is. He's just one fool. The man is bereft of wisdom. He's so lucky he lives in America where he could make a good living and have a lot of prestige being a fool. I don't know how many countries you can make a living being a fool. A good living, I might add. Yeah, No, just being a fool. Robert De Niro is a fool, but he doesn't make a living from being a fool. He makes a living from acting. But Bernie Sanders makes a living from being a fool. That's that's a different story. My message is, unless you lose your job, to come out of the closet. What happens when you come out of the closet is you breathe fresh air. What happens when you come out of the closet is not only the people who loathe you for speaking the truth come out, but people who love you, you will meet kindred spirits. I hope people at my rally in Honolulu met one another. In addition to my hour of speaking and taking questions, I stood up for two other hours, one before and one after take pictures with people. It has long been my policy at speeches to give people the time that they want. I still consider it an honor and a duty to take those pictures. I want to put them up. You would see the people who came to the rally and who stood in line to get a get a photo with me. Be it'll touch you. As it did me. So the message I have from Hawaii is we've got a lot of kindred spirits. The issue is courage. As it always has been. One eight Prager seven seven six You are listening to The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. It's a lot less than $70,000 a year. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. No hidden fees. Cancel any time. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager to schedule your first free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash Prager, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager. 
Prager. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free, I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, back from Hawaii. Big speech in Honolulu. Thank you, the organizers. Thank you to KHNR. It was a very powerful uh, time there. As I said, do you you know why uh, Gaza... Hamas is raining rockets on Israel. Do you know why there's no peace between the Israelis and Palestinians and other Muslim countries? Because it exists. There is no dispute on earth like the Arab-Israeli or Palestinian-Israeli dispute. Can you name any other crisis in the world in which one side believes the other side should be destroyed? Not defeated, destroyed. No. And yet the left, which is always wrong, it's an amazing thing. Liberals, I distinguish. By the way, Newsweek, I have to put this up, Newsweek has actually put up my column on 32 questions you should ask a friend or relative to determine whether they're a liberal or a leftist. 32 questions. Just put in uh, Dennis Prager Newsweek uh, questions and you'll get it. If you forward it from Newsweek, uh, some, uh, some of your colleagues, friends, and relatives might sooner open it than if it comes from a conservative source. Newsweek, to its credit, now publishes left and right. It's improved immensely in the last couple of years. To say that it is better than Time says nothing. Mad Magazine was better than Time. Mad Magazine is a propaganda sheet for the left. It doesn't even make claims to be other than a, a weekly statement of what the left believes. So uh, uh, put that up. Well, I'll, I'll put that up as well on the on the uh, the link on the website. But before that gets there, just go to Newsweek. Dennis Prager questions liberals, leftists, any way you want to phrase it. See, that's a good example of a non-confrontational, I mean, it's, it's confrontational with regard, to, 
in the opening sentences, but just if you want to just send the 32 questions, you know, make it a Word document and send the 32 questions. That will help you understand whom you are dealing with. Does, you know, one of the obvious ones, do you think it is a good thing that there is an all-black dorm on many college campuses? You know, if they say yes, you're dealing with a leftist or a Ku Klux Klan member. Those are the only two people who believe in all-black dormitories. Ku Klux Klan, racists, and the left. They're buddies on almost every race-based issue, to be honest. So, the... uh, the the Israel issue that the left supports Hamas is part and parcel of they're always wrong. It, I don't understand how that happens to a human being. But it's always been that way, that the good don't understand the bad, and the left is bad. Are there nice people who were leftists? There were nice people who were everything in history. There were nice communists. There were nice Nazis. The the individually nice is not what I'm talking about. The left does evil. Liberals are not leftists, but they support the evil. There was a... uh, I I wish I had uh, kept it. Uh, I read so many articles, and, and I don't always keep them. There was an article about a man who lost his daughter in the Parkland High School shooting in Florida, you will recall. Horrific, horrific loss. And he has been somewhat outspoken. And then he, uh, he issued a statement or wrote a piece, I don't know which, in which he attacked the AOC, Alexandria Octavio Cortez. Ocasio, sorry, Ocasio should have stuck with AOC. Abundance of caution. He attacked her, said, you know, I supported you, and and now you you make these anti-Israel hatred statements. And I was thinking, is another nice man? Truly, I I mean, I've, I've... I've known of him from before. I don't know him personally. The not under naive is the word liberal. Liberals are the most naive people in society. They're shocked when the left turns out to be despicable. Just shocked. How could you do this to me, AOC? I was with you in anti-Trump. Oh. Turns out a lot of your anti-Trump heroes aren't so heroic, are villains. A few anti-Trump people are are really wonderful. Brett Stevens, in my opinion, made a mistake in his anti-Trumpism. But he never would have gotten a New York Times column, and now he's writing stuff about the left that uh, only he writes in the New York Times and wrote one very important article on Israel 
to see the rockets rain down on Israel, to know that the people doing it don't believe Israel has a right to exist and to side with them, there's got to be something wrong with the way you think. What, what has made you oblivious to reality? Who wants to destroy whom? Oh, Israel, uh, you know, it has this uh, ring of security around Gaza. Yes, of course it does. Because you know what would be given to Gaza, to Hamas, if Israel didn't intercept shipments? Everything that could be done to destroy human beings in Israel. Remember, Israel occupied Gaza and left. And the day they left, the Gazans destroyed everything that Israel had built up. Everything. Greenhouses, whatever. 1-8 Prager 776. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee. NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. NerveRenew.com. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Carl Jackson. And Mark Eisler, sitting in for me on the two days I wasn't here. Carl's in Florida. Mark is here in L.A. Thank you both. I always feel my show is in good hands when I am not present. I was telling you about the Parkland father, Fred Guttenberg. This is from Newsweek. Oh, there you go. Good old Newsweek. Parkland father, Fred Guttenberg, rips AOC for comments on Israel. I have defended you. Shame on you. He defended her. This, for me, who has studied the left all of my life, I feel that I am in Groundhog Day. This is exactly what happens every time. Liberals support the left, and then the left spits on them. Much worse than spits on them, ruins them, destroys them. Liberals are as much the enemy of the left as conservatives. These kind, sweet liberals, many of whom are, some aren't, but some conservatives are. They are useful idiots of the left. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. It certainly <laughs> is one of, the, one of the great moments from one of the greatest movies ever made. Fred Guttenberg, the father of, of a Parkland, Florida school shooting victim, is firing back at Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for her comments on the Israel-Palestinian conflict. 
and accused her of making remarks that approach anti-Semitism. I have defended you often from Republican attacks. Shame on you. Actually, Mr. Guttenberg, I, I have great respect for you, not to mention sympathy, but shame on you. It's what he should have said. Shame on you and shame on me. Then I would know that there is an inkling of hope for liberals to understand that the left is their enemy. Name me a liberal value that the left shares. Take you a long time. I have defended you often from Republican attacks. However, shame on you, Gutenberg tweeted on Saturday. You are wrong in either showing a lack of understanding or something more intentional veering on anti-Semitism. Gutenberg, who lost his daughter, Jamie, during the 2018 shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, was responding to an earlier tweet from Ocasio-Cortez in which the congresswoman wrote, Apartheid states aren't democracies. Huh. Apartheid state. Really? What rights do Arabs in Israel not have? We have a video up at PragerU by a member of the South African parliament, a black, who went to Israel to see if it was an apartheid state. It's a pretty powerful five minutes. You should send it around. But if Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saw this, she would dismiss him. What does a black South African know about apartheid that I, a left-wing New Yorker, don't know? Gutenberg also retweeted a screenshot from the Simon Wiesenthal Center, a Jewish human rights organization that says Israel does not fall under the International Criminal Court's definition of apartheid. And then it gives the definition and so on. Okay. The United States, she wrote, AOC must acknowledge its role in the injustice and human rights violations of Palestinians. What's our role? This is not about both sides. This is about an imbalance of power. So she would like the Palestinians to be as powerful as Israel. What will they do with that power? Remember the question I have asked for decades. If Israel laid down its arms, what would happen? If the Palestinians lay down their arms, what would happen? In the first case, Israel would be destroyed. In the second, there would be peace. Right? Who started shooting the rockets? Why is that not germane to an analysis of the situation? Here's a news analysis from a an anti-Israel source, Mondo Weiss. It's an Israel-hating website. AOC and Cori Bush have helped remove taboo on calling Israel an apartheid state. Well, Jimmy Carter preceded them. Another shining light in the moral sphere. Sanders, AOC, pushed back after Biden voices support for Israel. Growing schism in the Democratic Party over the U.S. relationship with Israel. Yes, that's right. A liberals, the left is your enemy. Conservatives are your friends. 
but you've been you've led your life believing the right is to be feared, not the left. Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. It's a fascinating rift in the Democratic Party that's developing over Israel. Liberals always supported Israel. And now they're confronting the viciousness and the moral decay of the left. I mean, if you can't if you can't distinguish right and wrong between uh, the Hamas and Israel, you are a sick human being, truly sick. You're sick in your soul. Hamas is evil. Is that not obvious? Okay, the word Palestinian is irrelevant here, just like the word German was irrelevant in World War II. What was relevant was the word Nazi. Okay, Nazis were evil, Hamas is evil. I see very little difference between them. The left doesn't see that. The New York Times does not see that. It's a moral cesspool out there. Israel might be, which would not be the first time, Jews end up uh, being the, 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 the canary in the mine. So what will the miners do? The poison gas in the mine is leftism. So will the Democratic Party leave the, uh, the mine? Will they fight the toxic fumes? Or will they die as all liberals have when they have supported the left? This is so. It's the the waste matter will hit the fan on some issue, and it appears that in this case it will be uh, it will be uh, uh, Israel. The the uh, liberals are okay with all the anti-American evil coming from the left. They're okay with the distortion of the human species into the belief that men give birth. Well, something, some, some issue has got to give, and apparently it might be, it might be Israel. If you can't call Hamas evil, you're evil. Are you a nice person personally? Yes, could well be. That happens. Nice people have supported evil throughout history. And not nice people have. And the same on the other side. Though I have no doubt that, as a general rule, conservatives are nicer than leftists. If for no other reason, then they are happier. Yeah. Happy people make the world better. The unhappy make it worse. It's one of the mottos of my happiness hour. So it's a very interesting thing, to say the least. Well, except uh, what do we have here now? Fox News. Democrats take tougher stance against Israel as conflict escalates. There's a growing schism in the Democratic Party over the U.S. relationship with Israel. As some progressive lawmakers demand that President Biden take a tougher stance against the Israeli government. Amid an increasingly aggressive confrontation with Palestinian groups. Oh, my God. Well, 
That's why I wrote my column, which I ask you to look at on Town Hall at DennisPrager.com. It comes out Tuesdays. Then it moves to Daily Wire, American Greatness, and to the Jewish Press and a lot of other places. But you can see it today at DennisPrager.com and Town Hall. Men give birth. The United States was founded in 1619, and Israel is the aggressor. There you go. Three things the left uh, advocates and believes. So it is. Ryan in Aberdeen, South Dakota. Hello. Hey, thank you for taking my call, Dennis. I've been a long-time fan of PragerU and uh, your work on the Internet. And... uh, just wanted to give a shout out to WZFG Fargo there uh, carrying your show for the week. That's great. Um, great. I kind of wanted to talk about uh, uh, why, in my mind, uh, the um, Israeli alliance with America is is so important. And uh, I'm sure, as a uh, practicing religious Jew, you probably know the story of Moses and uh, Jethro, his father-in-law, and the idea that uh, when Moses asked Jethro how to uh, be a leader of men, Jethro said, well, just don't try so hard, you know, whatever's local should remain local. And uh, it is my, it is my belief that uh, in the history of, of human uh, affairs and government, two uh, countries have enshrined that idea of freedom as a virtue into their uh, uh, founding documents, and that's Israel and uh, and America. And uh, I believe that uh, it's important. The Israeli uh, uh, American alliance is important precisely because uh, of that that those two countries have in common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what does America have in common with Hamas? Ask, ask the left that, compared to what America has in common with Israel. 20% of Israel is not Jewish, is Arab. They sit in parliament. They, they are, in fact, the, the, the makers of the prime minister. They're so powerful. Because it's, it's a parliament, so you have to get a certain number of seats to, or party votes in order to be a prime minister. It's the way it works there, as it does in, in Europe, in the parliamentary system. A, an Arab uh, sat, uh, maybe still sits, on the Israeli Supreme Court. Some apartheid state, eh? Well, men give birth. Israel's an apartheid state. one Prager 776 Hi, everybody. Headline in the Hill. White House environmental justice advisors. It's another Orwellian term. Environmental justice. What does that mean? Is that social justice of the environment? 
Remember, whenever word like justice gets an adjective, it has nothing to do with justice. There's justice, folks. There's no such thing as social justice as distinct from justice. But they, it is distinct, because social justice is, if a poor man and a rich man are in the courtroom, you defer to the poor man. That's social justice. Justice is, you do what is right. Whether the poor man is right or the rich man is right, you do what is right. There's no term for social justice in the Bible. For all those left-wing Jews and Christians who cite the Bible for their left-wing positions, what is, where is the word social justice as opposed to justice? One of the most common words in the Hebrew Bible is tzedek, which is justice. What's social justice? White House environmental justice advisors express opposition to nuclear and carbon capture products. Told you this is how you measure whether the, an environmentalist is, uh, is honest or wants to destroy the West with, the, uh, with things like the Green New Deal. Whether they just want essentially to redo the economy and basically destroy us economically, which leads to other destruction. And that is, do they support nuclear power? You really believe that uh, we're in for existential death? Then support nuclear power. Non-carbon, non-polluting, clean, efficient. That's, that's what would work. I would join you. Nuclear power is the answer. But they're against it because it doesn't undo the economy the way they want it to be undone. The issue is the remaking of America. The issue is minimally environmental. Anyone who believes that global warming is caused almost entirely by carbon emission and that that will lead to the death of the biosphere, which is what they believe, and does not support nuclear power, is a phony. They have another agenda. And now the Biden Commission, I love this, the Advisory Commission on Environmental Justice came out against it. We'll continue. The Green Police, protecting and conserving the earth.